Blog Talk Radio. Listening to Horror Blood and Coffee. I'm your host, uh, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here with uh, Samantha Marie. How are you doing, Samantha? Hey guys, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Moody? I am doing fantastic, actually. I've had uh, pretty much a couple weeks to sleep off that uh, amazing convention I was just at that we had our own little show on. That I was super tired during this show. So hopefully I'll have a little bit more energy sounding, you know, for uh, tonight's episode. Uh, which yeah. I am totally stoked uh, because I actually picked up my copy of Killer Clowns from Out of Space at Texas Frightmare Weekend. Uh, my friend, uh, my buddy Vincent said it was a really good, uh, you know, uh, Blu-ray to pick up and everything. And it's got a lot of stuff in there. They've got... Arrow packed it in with a bunch of things. Did you watch it from the Arrow or did you watch it online? I watched it online, and it was actually the very first time I've ever watched it. (laughs) For some reason, I'm not surprised. Um, And then uh, for some other reason, I I sort of am surprised because you want more (laughs) obscure stuff. And Kill is a cult movie, so... I don't know if it really counts as, like, you watch things that I've never heard of. And then the popular things are just like, yeah, I don't really want to see that, I guess, technically. I know. I couldn't tell you why. I just, I fought for years not to watch it. And then actually when you suggested watching it, I was like, okay. And then, like, I had every intention of watching it. So finally I had, like, since the show was today, I was like, I had to force myself to watch it last night. But, you know, shockingly, (laughs) I actually really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I should have watched this years ago because it was actually a really fun movie. It wasn't – I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. Um, I, I think – and you're probably the same thing as me because I just watched it recently for the first time, uh, and my friend brought it over, and he was actually uh, telling me uh, – and this was a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago or whatever, but he was telling me, like, he was surprised I didn't watch it, right? Hadn't seen it. And I was just like, I, I don't know why. I, I it's Maybe because I just don't like clowns. Like, clowns are not my yeah. favorite, uh, like, thing. I'm not scared of them, and I don't find them funny. So, like, what, you know, to me, generally, what, you know, what can I do? But they well, took clowns like to clowns. a whole new level. Yeah, okay, I like, like clowns. clowns. And, like, to me, it just looks stupid and cheesy and I just thought I was going to be like Meh. it just you know because I like scary and I like clowns but seeing just like the little pieces you know that I saw I was like well that looks stupid but I should have given I it will a chance just say, it like is I said, stupid and it is cheesy but it's a lot of fun but not in a bad way uh, yeah it's in a fun right. goofy like light-hearted you know comical way like I really liked it like I was surprised like at the beginning was a little slow as you know movies kind of are in that genre or whatever but once it like kind of picked up i was like wow like this is actually good for what it is well, you know? I, was just, 
I was listening to all three Kyoto brothers talk in their commentary, and one of the things that they mentioned was they based their opening off of the blob, you know, where it yeah, like starts out. Too. Yeah, so it basically starts out, you know, as uh, a meteor, you know, coming down to Earth or whatever, and people at Makeout Point or whatever it was called, I forgot what it was called, they had a, had a name for it. It didn't sound very romantic at all, you know. <laughs> the name um, yeah but they they would all go up there and hang out and you know all of a sudden this thing comes down and just kind of uh all of a sudden there's clowns all over the place that um apparently well, and, you can't take the makeup off them because it's their skin is looks like clowns well yeah and like uh our last podcast we were talking about um this also was a movie that was a flop in theaters that it didn't become a cult classic until much later so I mean, I find it interesting, like, and also I was super hungry throughout the whole thing because between, like, the popcorn guns and, like, the cotton candy cocoons, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, we actually have a carnival coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, I can't wait for the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there won't be any killer clowns there um, at that I mean, uh, hopefully there will carnival. be. That would be amazing. Oh. You, you would, you I would, would challenge that it. I, yes. I would challenge them to like the uh, puppet, you know, the shadow puppet. Like, I would like the sh- <laughs> the whole movie was so it was just funny. Like, I laughed out loud multiple times. Like, it was just it was very fun and um and visually, like I was like wow, like the set and like just the visual effects and like even like the the gadgets that the clowns were using. I mean, it was all so like it just popped. Mhm. No, I agree. And I think I think the best part about it is that it was so low budget. You know, like this movie was not a film that was actually like uh if you remember that scene where and it, this sounds so silly and so crazy, but you know that scene where they're like driving the car and they're going to the uh go tell the cops what happened and they kinda of crash yeah. the car a little bit. Right? Yeah, into the they back of the ice cream truck that. or whatever. Uh, no, I think it was into, like, a little trash can or something. It was, like, something small, oh, okay. like, or a little mailbox or something. They crashed the car. They did have another crash uh, in the movie. Uh, but, yeah, there were a few, that I one think. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and I also read really a lot of the – well, I read a lot of the production – like, a lot of the budget went to production costs, not, like – because I guess, like, the actors and everyone, like, they're the ones that actually made – the sets and all the designs and everything, which you could kind of tell, but like it worked like in the end, like when they were in the big studio, like it looked like a studio that was just decorated and I was laughing, but I was like, somehow it works. Like just the colors were popping and uh, the different like designs. I don't know. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently their car uh, got, um, from what what the director said was that apparently, uh, they got in trouble for crashing the car into something because it was a rental car. So they still Ooh. got in trouble for it. <laughs> you know, which I just think it's so funny. That's just so low budget. You know, like that is right. awesome. You know, I, I love yeah. to hear that and kind I mean, of stuff. I think the acting too from like what kind of movie it was and like the low budget and everything. I mean, I thought the acting was, I mean, it was believable for that kind of movie I, I mean it worked like there was some overacting obviously but you know it just kind of worked for the, for the genre and it was funny like some of the stuff that they were actually trying to be funny it was funny like I laughed out loud quite a bit watching this movie awesome 
Yeah, that I just like I, I was glad because I was a little worried. I know your your daughter didn't take to it as much as uh, you did. So. No, she fell asleep. Yeah. And I love that there was like no nudity. I, I I mean, you're a guy, and I know you like boobs and everything, but it's just nice. Like I feel like the movies these days, it's just all nothing but like blood and like nudity, and it gets so old. Like I'm so bored with not the gore because I love the gore. But I'm just oh, I was like bored with like just nudity. So it's, I I love seeing movies that don't rely on just like blood and boobs, you know. Well, I think nowadays it's it's turning that way anyway because I think oh, nowadays so irritating. Um, because no, but I mean I think nowadays a lot less movies, except unless they are like drawn that way, like it's set up that way or whatever. But a lot of horror films these days don't do nudity. And I think it's because we're kind of living in a world where nudity is so common on the internet that, like, it just doesn't matter, you know, right. if somebody, like, yeah. you know, flashes themselves. In the well, movie. yeah, go to Pornhub. You know? Go to Pornhub like normal people. And then, you know, leave right. the horror movies to, like, actual horror. Like, ugh. So I really liked it. I mean, <laughs> there was a scene, I think, where, like, there was, like, a little see-through action, but not much. You know, even the shower scene, I for sure, I was like, oh, here it is. But no, there was no nudity. I really, I appreciate no, they didn't that. Go, they didn't pan up. They didn't pan up to that. Like they could have. No. Uh, I mean, I don't. Think I mean, yeah, they, they could have. Um, you know, but like they didn't. They chose not to do that because that wasn't the main focus of the movie. It wasn't the nudity. The main focus of the movie was, and at that particular time, was the little popcorn kernels in the uh, down. You know, that were moving. You know what I mean? Like just cool things right. like that. Like. It was all about the movie itself and about how neat – because originally the title for the movie was just Killer Clowns, you know, um, and they cha- changed it to Killer Clowns from Outer Space when they pitched it because they knew that, like, people would be more intrigued by something so silly-sounding than they would with just something that sounds like a slasher, you know, film. Right. And it really wasn't – even though we're going to be doing and talking about our top five slasher films, this is by no far, by no means like a, a standard flasher film of any, you know, of any kind. And no, and then there's then, lots of argument about like what a slasher film is. Like for example, I read a lot about. There was a lot of discussion between like Psycho, like people like arguing like Psycho is a slasher movie versus Psycho is not a slasher movie. So I think it's like interesting about you know people's different definitions of like what a slasher film really is. Yeah, well, I mean, what what does it take to actually be a slasher film? Does it have to? Why well, does it have to have the certain things? The the actual definition of a slasher film is a subgenre of horror films involving a violent psychopath stalking and murdering a group of people, usually by using a bladed tool. So, I mean, that is very vague. I mean, technically, Psycho could be a a slasher film. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean there's a group of people. I mean, and. You know, it, it starts out with just a one. You know, yeah, but, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just interesting, you know, people's takes and and how passionate the horror community is. I think that's what I love about the horror community is it's just like they're so passionate about stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and that can be, you know, like and that can be a good thing, and sometimes that can be a bad thing because we get that passion, but also we get into a lot of fights and a lot of arguments and everything, um, you know, and that can cause a lot of problems between people. However, you know, I don't think many people have argued and hated upon 
uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I think like this this particular movie usually gets um, either you know one or the other, right? Like some people don't like it, some people love it, you know, and everything. And um, I'm glad you I'm glad you enjoyed it because I, I was a I, I did. was a little worried. I, I just wasn't I sure. I was really worried. Was, I mean, I was this I had to force myself. <laughs> I know. I I could tell. Because there was one point where I was talking to you, and I was like, so are we going to do this show? And then there was no response. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so she she wants to change it, you know, right? Like, And then no, there's no, even no, another no, point where you were, like, talking to me about something completely different last night. But the whole time in my head is like, okay, your daughter fell asleep. Does she like this movie? That's my big question. And then you're like, guess what? And I was like, oh, fuck, you're going to tell me, you know. And it was completely something other than Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> like, I'm glad it wasn't that, you know, I thought we were going to have to change the whole, you know, show, <laughs> you know, and talk about some other film that, uh, you know, falls in line or whatever what no, we're going to be I talking like about. That. I mean, especially when, like, the one of the clowns was, like, on his little tricep or his little bike and he rode up to, like, the gang, like, the biker bar. Like, it was just so hilarious. That like, was my all favorite of it. And then, Yes, and then the acting, and then, like, the, the the puppets, the shadow puppets, and it turns into, like, a dinosaur, and it's like, rah, spoiler alert, people. But, I mean, it was hilarious. Oh, my, my, other, my other favorite one, which apparently would have been better, but unfortunately didn't work out the way they wanted to, was the scene where the girl, the little girl comes up to see the, you know the the waving uh, clown. And oh yeah, she looks like yeah. she can come out of the restaurant and everything. And then the mom grabs her. The mom was supposed to be the thing that scared you because the mom was supposed to yell at the daughter and everything. But they did like I think they did like a screening of it or something, you know. And people did not like that the mom was yelling at the daughter and stuff. So they they toned it down or whatever. Which kind of kind of sucks, I guess. But like that scene is still to me that seems very iconic of well, like creepy. Well, know? and it's funny that you bring it up because um, Elena was actually still a- awake for that part, and she actually turned to me and she goes, "Mom, she's like, do clowns kill little kids?" And like I was watching and I I didn't know where it was going. And I at the time when she said it, it just showed him like kind of like signaling her, and I was like, "No, I don't think so." And then it panned to like the uh the mallet that he had like hiding behind his back and I go yeah yeah I think he's gonna kill her I think it's gonna happen <laughs> but I was kind of mad that they didn't like I wanted him to actually kill the girl like what's wrong with me <laughs> I was so right. curious I was like are they gonna do this because that would be amazing because like that's the other thing I don't understand is like horror like Horror will push all sorts of different, you know, like aspects or whatever, but not a lot kill kids. And I don't know if that's like, I'm a mom. I love my kids. I love kids in general, but I want to see kids die. I know from the 80s, there was a really big, and even probably earlier than that, there was a really big thing about that. They weren't allowed to kill kids. That just was not allowed. Let's do it. Anytime. I mean, it's like, you um, know, 2019. Nowadays, like, I think, I it's think time. like, all bets are off, you know, nowadays. But still, um, I so. mean, I can't really think of a movie that kills a lot of kids or, you know, I mean, I can't think of anything that, like, really jumps out at me as, like, wow, like, they did that? Like, yeah, they did. Even Freddy Krueger never really, like, you never see him with the actual kids, 
you know, or whatever. Well, yeah. And, so you're uh, right. Yeah, Michael Myers, uh, Jason. I mean, there was I, – I, I don't remember which Jason it was, but I remember, the, like, the kid camp. Or, like, where there was, like, a whole bunch of kids. Like, he didn't kill any of those kids. And, I mean, he should have because he kills people that are, you know – I'm like, it was well, like prime, you know, he should kill them all. Right. I mean, generally, uh, for Friday the 13th, I'm a, you, you know, I am a huge Friday the 13th fan. So, um, Friday the 13th is like, you know, I, I know a lot about the thing. I think the reason that I, I enjoy Friday the 13th is that it, it stays uh, pretty true to uh, to the whole rest of the canon of the of the series, right? So when he doesn't go after kids, he doesn't go after kids because he goes after the adults, the teens that were, you know, that were having sex and for the reasons why he drowned, you know. So he's yeah, even I though that, but I remember these other people have kid, anything though, to do with him, you know, they're kind of in I relation. I was terrified. I was because ter- I watched horror movies when I was very, very young, and I remember being terrified of Friday the Thirteenth until that sequel. It wasn't a sequel. I don't remember which one it was. But I remember being terrified until I watched that, and then I realized, because I was a child at that time, I remember being like, oh, well, he's not going to kill me. And then it did. It took away some of the scary aspect, because as a kid, I felt safe. Like, how effed up is that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you never know, you know? You never know if uh, what what one, you know, and that, and that was one of the greatest things about uh, a lot of these Movies and these um, shows that, uh, you know, I love, I adore, you just have no idea what's going to happen, generally speaking. And, right. you know, like Jason could literally kill a kid if he had wanted to. And a lot of times they give you that hint, like Michael Myers um, in part four, you know, was he going to kill his, like, uh, niece, you know, uh, Danielle Harris's character, or is he not going to? And there was that fear when you're, like, watching it going, all right, all right. You know, now, if you watch it now, it, you know Halloween 4 and 5, Danielle Harris is in part 5. So you know where right. he lived, right? But there's that fear still, like, what's going to happen to that kid? You know what I mean? And I think that um, that fear, and usually nothing ever happens. Um, the coolest thing is part 4 of, um, of Halloween and part 4 of Friday the 13th. Both did a really cool idea, which is the idea of maybe uh, the kids becoming the killers in the next one, you know. Um, yeah. However, that just both, both times never happened. But wouldn't that have been neat if the kids were the killers? Like, you would never, you know, if they carried on the uh, the legacy or whatever. I don't know. Just yeah, interesting. I, I, when, uh, when Michael Myers, you know, unwraps the sheath that he thinks that the baby's in, like, part of me wanted the baby to be in there because I wanted to see, like, I'm like, if he had the baby, like, how would he kill the baby? Like, in my head, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, would he just, like, stab the baby? Would, like, I want to know how he would actually kill the baby. And, you know, and your mom, who, like, the horror films do that to even moms out there who love their children to death. But, you know, I guess you love well, your children to death, but don't love anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I am a mom, and I also let my kids, like, you know, watch horror movies. Like, and I know, again, that's controversial. Some parents are like, no, don't do it, and some, like, are all for it. But I do just whatever works for us. But I do know also I do let my kids watch that kind of stuff. But I also, there's a lot of, like, explanations. You know, like, I talk to them about it. 
I don't just, like, let them watch a movie and then just, like, not parent them anymore about it, you know, because even, like, the little, uh, um, you know, the Monsters Under the Bed that we just recently did, um, me and Derek shot, you know, for uh, mm. L&M's Kids Corner, you know, shooting right. it was a lot different for the girls than actually, like, when they finally watched, like, the end video, like, they watched it, and they were sad because Mommy, you know, died, and they were sad, and I had to explain to them, like, it's, it's not real. Like, obviously, like, Mommy's still Mommy alive. Mommy's not right here. <laughs> well, and it's funny, because they looked at right. Derek, and they go, they go, Mommy doesn't die next time. You die next time. <laughs> like, they want Derek <laughs> to die next time. <laughs> uh, so I had to explain to them, you know, like, and they actually were in the movie. And so, like, they didn't, like, I don't know, it's just, it's hard. So well, did they see him putting the makeup on no, they, they didn't see, see any they, of that. Okay. No, they didn't see any of it. They just, they just, and they didn't really, like, the parts that they did, they didn't even really see either because it's different when you're actually filming it versus when you're watching it. So, right. you know, because of editing, like the magic of editing. Um, so when they finally well, watched also, it, they had no they're, clue. They're not like, if they're not watching, like, the play playback of it, you know, like they're not watching the, from the cameras like what they did, they probably didn't see that, you know, so they have no idea what yeah. they even look like when they're doing the thing. Then they do it and then they're like, they see it and they're like, Oh my God, that's awesome. You know? Um, exactly. But they loved it. Like they watched that movie like probably a hundred times and you know, their favorite part, their favorite part is literally what? when they hear the burp, the burp, like they, it's not any of, it's not like seeing them or their like funny laugh. It's just the burp. They laugh every time at the burp. <laughs> Well, see, that's what I'd like to point out, too, that that burp was actually my burp. <laughs> like, it's a real burp okay. for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just want to say, like, I think that is what's going to make Ellen, uh, L&M's uh, Kid Corner kind of so fun, is that um, they're going to they're gonna enjoy kind of bringing kid stuff to you know, I, I don't know if you're going to do more uh, horror stuff. Or you're going to do more other other things as well. Yeah, no, but, we're going to um, lean towards more horror, but like kid friendly horror. Like it, it's kind, of, it's still kids, but then it's a little bit of dark and a little bit of like humor. So we're trying to blend it because right now, like when you look at those videos, it's just pretty much either adult or kids. You know, and I'm like, I'd like to kind right. of blend those in a in a way of where, like, I still want, like, kids to want to watch it, but then I also want adults to want to watch it. So it's it's a fine line, though. So we're trying to kind of figure out, like, where the line is. Exactly. I think I think you accomplished that in that pilot, by the way. Um, you know, not just – I'm not just kissing your butt because you're a friend, but I'm being honest. Like, I think you accomplished something that – and I can hear your kids in the background. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? Um, right. But, yeah. You know that I think that's that's amazing that you're able to uh, make a uh, show with everybody that it's kind of like are you afraid of the dark or goosebumps or whatever, but like have where parents can watch it with the kids, you know. And I think that that's what you accomplished yeah. in that pilot. You know, well, it's I don't funny think you the pilot it's because too scary. As, well, as my character, I was kind of like white trash mom. Like my, ma- you know, what I mean, like my makeup was all smeared. I, you know, and so at one point, I was somebody was like, "Hey, you should have a cigarette in your mouth." And I was like, "No, I don't want to promote smoking." But yet, at the same, hang on, you know, I do have like a, I, an alcohol. Well, it appears to be an alcoholic beverage, but it's literally just water. 
And then, you know, I'm talking about, like, dad being angry. So I'm kind of referencing, like, hey, he might, you know, beat me every once in a while. And not only that, then I get, like, you know, killed. And then the last thing is, like, me just laying there covered in blood. However, I did not want to promote smoking. (laughs) (laughs) You know, smoking is not the only thing that apparently kills. In the uh, in the world of uh, L and M, the kids' corner. Um, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, if anyone wants to call in, uh, feel free to call in, um, and, and we are going to go into. I believe we do have a caller. Um, oh wow, we've got somebody from my neck of the woods. I wonder if it's uh, buddy. Uh, hello, uh, caller. Hello. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just going to keep you on pause. I don't uh, know. Am I on? Is, is, is this Jonathan A. Moody? Uh, yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, it's Robert Vest. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, Hey, Robert? Rob! <laughs> <laughs> How's everything going with y'all? Good. Um, we also got another caller in here. Hold on. Let me bring them on, too. I think this is our other buddy. Hello? Uh, caller. Hello. Hey, Brandon. Hey, what's up, Brandon? Hey, not much. <laughs> uh, Brandon, you know Robert. You're Rob, you know. Yes, I yep. do. Very nice guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so awesome. All right. Well, we are kicking off uh, the top five slasher movies. So we're going from Killer Clowns to Ellen... uh, L&M's Kids Corner to here to talk about that. So um, let's uh, guess, uh, Sam, do you want to start everything, like um, start getting, you know, letting people know which ones to go? Yeah, that's fine. Um, So I'll just go first. Um, And mine are not in any order between one and five. And I have a feeling with this one, we might have some of the same ones. I'm kind of thinking we're going to have a few of the same ones. Um, Maybe. But the first one on my list is um, Scream, the original from 1996, Scream. And is that on any of your guys' list? Yes, that is on Uh, mine. Scream Scream is awesome. Definitely on mine. Yes. So Scream, I love Scream still to this day. And it was, what, 1996? Like, when I think Scream, the first thing I think of is the, the opening, right? Like, that opening. It's, yeah, it yeah, still stands out to me. Well, I just think like uh, it was one of the first movies uh, for me personally. It was one of the first movies to get me back into uh, horror. You know, because I taken a break from horror for like a few years because because I was a kid, I just wasn't you know right. wasn't into it. Then I got into high school and Scream kind of came along, and I was like, well, this is actually kind of fun. You know, this is a good movie. I saw it on VHS. So I I read somewhere where Craven actually almost like initially he turned down this because he, at that point, like he was kind of getting tired of the horror genre and he was actually thinking about like taking a break. So could you imagine if that would have happened? So I'm glad whatever changed his mind, I think it might've been when Drew Barrymore signed on. I think that's what I read that he decided to go ahead and do this movie. Yeah. uh, I think I think with I, I remember seeing like the on the E um uh behind the behind the scenes of it with Kevin Williamson the writer um 
at the time, maybe the year before the movie came out, if I remember correctly, he he said that I had had several flops. I had no idea what I was going to do, what I was going to do next, if I was lucky enough. And then he uh, um, saw something about uh, you know babysitters uh, being stalked on TV, and he said, "Wait a minute." I'm going to take that, throw in a, in a few other things, and and he started literally writing the script, uh, what would become the script that night. And uh, he said, I, what I have to thank for that is not only the studio, but uh, my fear as well of not knowing. What right. And also uh, another yeah. little fun fact is that with Ghostface, like they Ghostface was just an, an accident. Like uh, when Craven was um, shooting or uh, scouting locations, they were going through one house, and then there just happened to be like a picture of like something that kind of resembled Ghostface, just randomly hanging up in this house. And he had took a picture and sent it to you know the graphic designers and said, "Hey, you know, make something similar to this." So Ghostface like happened like so late in the game. So it's kind of interesting to think like, what could it have been? You know. Uh, yeah, we have another caller, and I, I think that's, uh, I think it might be Derek. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, well, hello. I, I, I don't. Baby! Baby! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I think we you were on earlier, and I was trying to figure out a place where I could stop to you know, let you know, and then you'd, you know. Uh, call back in. So good. Thank you, Derek, for calling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, that's it for me. So you guys want to move on with uh, how about um, Rob? Why don't you go next and tell us your uh, five, your number five? Oh man. I mean, I, I wouldn't really call it as uh, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really call it as number five. I, I would like, like, really call this like. Cause I, I, I'm just a love of John Carpenter's work. I, I mean, I, I just love. I mean, I've always loved John John Carpenter. So it's, I mean, this, this is going to be a biased opinion, but the original Halloween, love it, love it. Yes. Um, everybody yeah. probably says that. Um, but uh, <laughs> man, I mean, you know, it's, that's one of the first movies I ever like. You know, I really got really got into that. You know, it, it's just like I mean, the whole concept of them making a a horror mask out of a William Shatner image is just is just awesome, I think. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, and also the uh, the self made score. I mean, there's literally like what three or four notes that yeah. they just like randomly did, and it's like so iconic these days. Like you hear that and you immediately know, like oh Halloween. And he said yeah, the reason that right. he the reason that he did it that way is he said. I can't write music, but I, will, I want something a that gets in your head and and just literally drive you nuts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, um, I guess uh, Brandon, you should go next. All right. Well, yeah, Brandon, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, for my. And once again, no particular order, just like you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for that inspiration. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Urban, the first uh, Urban Legend. Oh, uh, with yeah. Joshua nice. Jackson in it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, 
I love that one. I yeah, and it it was just one of the coolest uh, things for me at the time was, and and I had been introduced to to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street before this, but uh, seeing Robert Englund as one of the professors that I just remember clapping to that entire scene, just like you know. Um, and then you you expected uh to be honest and, and spoiler kind of alert but to to an extent uh even though I was very pleased with the movie I was kind of expecting him to to end up being the killer in a in a small small way <laughs> I think that would have been um uh, so kind of cheesily uh, an iconic callback. Yeah. Well, and I was a big uh, Dawson's Creek fan, so this movie was post-Dawson's Creek era, and I remember, you know, every, all the girls were like, ooh, Jasper Jackson! And it was hilarious in his one scene, because they totally poked fun of Dawson's Creek when he was in his car, and he turned on his radio, and it was like a theme song for Dawson's Creek, and he made some kind of like snotty <laughs> comment about it and shut it off. Like, I, I, I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, it's Pacey! I mean, so it and, brought out the, like, the girl in me. And, and to you know, Tara, Tara Reed in that movie, and I'm like, and then you have uh, Rosenbaum from uh, uh, what would turn into Smallville. He would go on to do Smallville, yeah. And then the whole the whole time with Tara Reed's character, you know, you're thinking, is she gonna make an American Pie reference? Or, but then I, th- <laughs> I think I think it was right before. Maybe right after, right before uh, American Pie really, uh, really hit it. But um, you know, e- uh, either way, it still uh, it still played with your emotions with both comedy and right. Well, that movie too, that gas station scene, like the urban legend where, uh, you know, he's in the back of the car, the whole gas station car scene, like this day, I still check my back seat. Like, it's still kind (laughs) of like, it's creepy to me. And uh, what was creepy for me with that one was, uh, like, I'm an an audio guy to begin with, so at night I have uh, headphones. Um, uh, when I can't yeah. when I can't use my surround sound system, so I'm listening to to, to that on there to test my uh, new headphones at the time, and I literally jumped so bad my head, headphones flew off my head. <laughs> All right, so we got to move on to our next one. So Moody, why don't you go? Why do I not get one? No, you do. You're next, honey. Oh, okay. Moody, what's yours? Okay, what's mine? All right, so my number five is the Mutilator. Um, Ooh, good choice. It is, yeah, it's um, so I just bought it recently, but I've, I've seen this movie so many times. Like I used to rent it and everything. But what I really like about the movie is that it's set at a like a you know summer beach house kind of thing, and I always I always love those. Like I used to go over with a friend of mine to hit you know, and everything. I always wondered if somebody was going to go murder everybody, you know, there. Uh, so it's just one of those ones I just, I, I, I love it. I think it's a great one. And 
I'm glad that uh, it hasn't been remade yet, you know, by any, you know, like, I'm not, I'm surprised in a way, you know, it just hasn't, uh, you know, been touched, but it's a great, it's a great flick, flick. if you guys have not seen it, check out The Mutilator, it's, it's really good. All right, great, all right, okay, Derek, what's yours? I mean, for a slasher film, uh, there's so many, so it's really hard to pinpoint a top five, especially, like, the first film I ever uh, wrote and directed was a slasher film. So I mean it's it's a really tough, but I'll have to, I'll I'll, I'll go with maybe maybe I'll start out with like a Italian, then I'll go to American, then I'll go back to Italian. So let's uh, start off with opera. I mean this is in no way like you know like this might be number two or three. It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly where they're at because I'm such a big fan of the genre. But Dario Argento's opera, if you count it, unless of uh, Galeo or whatever the hell it's called, Yellow means uh you know like unless if that's its own subgenre but uh Dario Argento's opera is a beautiful slasher flick. Yeah, well I mean Does we talked about just the de- the definition of a slasher flick. It's so generic. So I mean that will it fits in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Right. Like, I mean, does does the, like Nightmare on Elm Street count cuz uh, while he's slashing yeah. people, it's also supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still, I mean, again, it's so vague. I mean, it just depends on, I guess, your own personal definition of what a slasher film is to you. So, um, all right. So I'm going to go uh, my number four, or just, you know, the fourth one that I'm going to talk about um, is 1992 Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Classic. Yes, Candyman. Once like, again, how many of us, when we were younger, like, literally, like, looked in the mirror with, like, pure, like, terror and, like, was like Candyman, <laughs> like you just like dreaded and saying it. Uh, I remember uh, when my friend and I watched it. I was uh, walking back over to his house, you know, after he watched that mine, and uh, I was in front of him, and he started going, Jonathan, like in this really creepy, like he actually <laughs> sounded like Tony Todd, and it kind of creeped me out. And I was like, What the fuck? Stop doing that! Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, just okay. Tony Todd's voice. And that look just freaked the hell out of me. Oh, I hated it. So, uh, but you know, a fun fact movie. about uh, Candyman is Candyman was actually based off of a real killer. Um, there was a man like from uh, 1970 to 1973 that lured little boys with candy, and they, you know, he raped and murdered them. So that's where they gave yeah. him the name Candyman. So that's where it was based off of. Fun fact: huh. rape and murder. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> CBS cares. That's a little candy, am I right? <laughs> right. I mean, did they at least get the candy before they were raped and murdered? Because then it would be like, you know, maybe it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another fun fact, the bees. Like, the bees were real, and the, the bees that they used were actually bred, like, just for this film. And Tony Todd got stung so many times, he said. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I actually met Tony Todd at a convention, and uh, I kind of pissed him off because I was doing interviews, but I was doing stupid interviews. And I'm like, hey, can I just ask you one question? And he's like, okay. And I'm like, who would win a fight, you you as Ben from Night of the Living Dead or Candyman? He just stood there, like, for 30 seconds and didn't say anything. And then all he did was, uh... Probably did, didn't you, Derek? Come on. 
It's on private link on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, All right. Bob, what's your next one? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, definitely. Okay, there we go. I mean, you All know, right. Freddy Krueger. I mean, classics, Rob. Freddy Krueger, man, is 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 uh is 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 also another badass. You know, if if I can say so myself, I mean, he's been a big part of like my childhood growing up watching horror movies and stuff like that. I mean, he's, you know, it's, you know, but just recently working around him was just enough. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. All right, Brandon, what's yours? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with, uh, my buddy Valentine. Um, uh, which one? Original or I want to say, I want to say uh, both because, you know, they both had um, their very fun moments. Uh, but um, uh, like with what Sam was saying uh, uh, earlier, earlier on at the beginning of the show about nudity, I think the uh, the remake uh, really had. A couple of, uh, or especially one, kind of pointless, uh, pointless moment. I mean, the uh, I think it was the uh, woman in the hotel room. She's just, you know, standing and walking around completely, uh, completely naked for a few seconds, um, and she does get killed. But it's like you're watching it, going, okay, I understand that, but. At the same time, um, you know, it's like there's—is there really any any point to this? Um, right. You know, other than uh, other than eye candy, but then it's like, um, you know, as uh, as people have said to me, you know, when, when you write a story of any kind. Uh, you know, you you can have fun with it, but make sure that you do have a logical point too. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, I totally right. like or shock value. Like, just don't have just boobs. Right. Have boobs. Like, boob. Like, who cares anymore? Jesus. Right. Yeah. Pornhub. Well, and it's not fair for women either, because like you know, men get to see like tits and get off, and women we see dicks, and it's like, ugh, we don't want to see dicks. Like, dicks aren't attractive. Uh, dicks are amazing, especially when I put a bow tie around mine. You know you love it. <laughs> well, that's private. Okay. <laughs> I talk about seeing, like, a big floppy on screen. Like, that does nothing for me. Didn't we even just watch a movie with a bunch of dicks, and you were just, like, staring at it? No, no. It was, it was Hannibal, or Hannibal or something. Yeah. Hannibal the Musical. Yeah, there was a lot no, of floppies. It, it was, uh, it was can- uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was a lot of titties then. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of stuff we didn't want to see. It was like not like, ooh yeah, it was like, oh my god, like what's wrong like with 70s it? Seventies bush. Oh my god. So much seventies bush. The bush was longer than the dick. Yeah, you couldn't tell. I was like, fuck, where's the dick at? It was hiding in the bushes. All right, anyways, we just got somehow somehow we got off track. Okay. Uh, thank you, Moody, or thanks, Brandon. You know, my bloody Valentine was actually on my list as well, so I will cross that out. So, Moody, what's yours? 
All right, so my number four is a newer, sort of newer one. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's a movie called The Final Girls, and um, I, I I love that movie. Um, I have this feeling, Sam, if you've seen it, you're not a fan. Um, it's got a lot of the stuff I love that I think you're not a huge, like, but I could be wrong. Um, have you seen it? I have not. I probably have not. Okay. So basically, it's like Last Action Hero with a slasher film. Uh, these kids get stuck inside a slasher movie, and then they have to figure out how to get to the end, basically, without dying, you know, or whatever. And uh, it's really interesting because, like, they're inside the movie, and the killer is so confused by them the whole time. Like, what are they doing here? They're not supposed to be here. Like, I can't go and kill them because I'm only supposed to do what I'm here to do, which is kill all these other people, you know? So it's just a really interesting idea of, like, if you were stuck in a horror movie, what would you do, you know, kind of thing. And um, I, I loved it. Uh, the girl, uh, Nina DeBrev is in it, and um, a few other big-name people. So um, few, uh, some guy from, like, Pitch Perfect, which I never watched, but, you know, a bunch of other people are in the film. You should uh, check it out. It's really I think it's funny, and it's also kind of scary at times. You're not expecting, uh, you're not sure how it's going to go. So that's uh, my number four is The Final Girl. Awesome. Well, good choice, Moody. All right, Derek, what's yours? All right, so this is like kind of a slasher, but it's more of a comedy. And uh, it, it's also new, and the only reason why I'm putting it up is because, like, you know, I look at all these lists, and there's so many slasher films. I don't think this would ever make anybody's list, so I have to mention it. And, like, the moment I saw it, I actually watched it four times, like, afterwards, like, like almost, like, every day after I saw it. It's Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. And it, it's the most hilarious and stupidest film ever. And, it's just, I mean, they play with tropes, and, like, every, there's so many, there's so much fucking comedy. Like, um, there's moments where people speak in another language, so they'll have subtitles on the bottom. But besides having with the subtitles of what they say, it's some dude locked in the basement. They're like, help, I'm locked in the basement. These people are forcing me to write subtitles. And then the last one's like, tell my wife and children I love them. And it, it's, it's the most hilarious fucking shit ever from beginning to end. I've never even heard of it, to tell you the truth. We'll have to watch okay. it. Has anybody else heard of it or watched it? I have not. No. Heard of it right. or watch it? Yeah, I, I, I've actually uh, heard of it, but I, I don't think I've ever watched it. Yeah, uh, I'm, really I'm the same thing as Rob. It, it might it be on awesome Shutter. I, I, I saw it originally on Shutter. Oh, nice. All right, well, well, I'm gonna move on to mine. So I only have one left that hasn't been talked about. Um. So my last one is uh, 1974 Black Christmas, which is technically oh, yeah. kind of considered one of the first slasher films there is. Oh yeah, everybody says Halloween is, but really. Uh, yeah, Halloween didn't come out until four years later. Yeah, exactly. And Halloween mm-hmm. took a lot of inspiration from Black Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I believe like Halloween, uh, you know, took even like the name Halloween because. Even though it was centered around Halloween, it wasn't that wasn't the original intent. It was originally called like the Babysitter Murders, so it wasn't even like intended to be all about Halloween. But I think the producers wanted 
to follow suit with Black Christmas and make a Halloween, you know, a holiday slasher, right. you know, thing. Well, yeah, and so, Black Christmas yeah. was actually called Black Christmas. The Black Christmas was originally called Stop Me, um, which, thank God it wasn't, because that sounds dreaded. But uh, <laughs> uh, the director, Bob Clark, wanted to change it because he wanted something a little bit more dark, because he wanted something, like, dark happening on, like, a fun, festive, like, kind of, like, lighthearted holiday to kind of make it that much, like, creepy and eerie. That's actually what Hell Troy yeah. right. was inspired by with Black Christmas. Yeah, that's one of Troy's favorite well, movies, isn't that? Yeah, Black he has that tattooed on the back of his leg. Yeah, so shout out to Troy. Yeah. Well, he's uh, probably not listening, but... <laughs> also, Bart right, Clark also did a Christmas one. story. I was just going to say, Bob Clark also did a Christmas story. So he's done two yeah, Christmas movies, both completely opposite... Both are considered other. horror yeah. movies, though, because, yeah, they're both kind of <laughs> horror-ish. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, Rob, what's your next one? Uh, 1974, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, with Gunnar Hansen as other face. Nice. That was on my list. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I'll change it. Yeah, Rob, you saw, the, like, the classics on your list. Yeah. Oh. Um. All right. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So what? Okay, Rob. What's one of your favorite? Like, if you had to mention one thing about that movie, what would you say? Um. Wow, man. I mean, the the mask. I mean, I think I think that was like one of the most horrifying masks you could ever find. I guess. Um. In my book, at least, at least my opinion. Um. Some will say different, but. I've talked to some people that, like, I've talked to some guys that, like, are totally scared of, like, the mask, period. Even, even somebody even wears a costume on Halloween. I mean, I mean, a quick little, brief little story. My uncle used to live next to a lady that used to put out, like, how these, like, movie-style, like, Halloween animatronic props out in front of her house for Halloween. And, like, she used to, like, she'd set it up every Halloween. And, like, I mean, her husband dressed up his Leatherface. And, like, mm-hmm. he even had, like, the actual chainsaw. The only thing he did different was take the blade off of it and stuff like that. And, like, actual, like, grown men would come up to take their kids to this house. And, like, he would come out from the back all of a sudden. And, like, they would take off running down the street, like, I mean, this has nothing to do with, with the actual film, but, I mean, th- that's how terrifying I think that character was to, like, some people, I think. Nice. Nice. Awesome. All right, uh, Brandon, you're up. Uh, now, I'm going to go with one you might be thinking, well, A, how has he even seen that movie? And B, how would you classify that as a slasher? But uh, the movie Audition. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm... That's the one with... Uh, where the... Uh, a, uh, a man who is searching for a wife, he yeah, auditions different people. And... Uh, um, it has probably one of the most disturbing 
Yeah, that was and uh, like what disturbing endings like, that I could that I could even muster, and the the idea of it was, I say the idea of it to to lead into this next point was, um, with, with the with the kind of ending, you don't you don't know it. Did that really happen, or was he kind of kind of imagining that happening, similar to? Uh, uh, I mean, and I, I've only seen a couple uh, films uh, use that, but uh, that'll actually lead into my next one when I get into. Uh, but uh, yeah, but when I say uh, that that was the most disturbing um, uh, kind of kill scene that I have still to this day probably ever seen, I. I really mean it. I mean, I was, um, I was like feeling my feet to make sure that they're still attached when I was watching. <laughs> All right, um, Derek, did you have something you wanted to say about that? About uh, audition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever the like the whenever they use the pins and needles or whatever, what was the word said when she used it? Like didn't she go like dee 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 or something like creepy or something? <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. all every time I hear the name I just remember her saying something weird as shit and just like in that scene. And and also I bring that up to to say, you know, not not everybody um, in the slasher genre, needs to uh, wear wear a, a creepy mask. No, I, I also remember another one, right. of the, one of the people's were like eating from a dog bowl or was in a suitcase or something. I don't know. That movie was all sorts of crazy. I guess I had an old boy mixed up all the time. And human centipede. <laughs> I mean, that's just real life, though. Yeah, we do that every night. Yeah, we human centipede each other in a complete <laughs> circle. <laughs> oh, no comment from the uh, intern. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, um, I guess I will right, go uh, on to my my next bullet, my third one. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow that. Yeah, right, but I will try. Um, okay, my next one is, uh, and it's a, it's a sequel to uh, to a very popular movie, uh, but it's Friday the 13th Part 8, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, which um, I know is a lot of people's, like, least That's favorite. Like, uh, first one. Yeah. Yeah, worst one. And the reason I like it is because it was the first time I ever watched a horror movie where I saw comedy and horror together, you know, put together. Like, I had always imagined that it was one or the other, comedy or horror. And I, I really enjoyed it, like, when I was a kid. And to this day, I still enjoy that movie. Um, I know a lot of people hate it because, like, half the movie takes place on the cruise ship and the other takes place on... Um, you know, on uh, on and Manhattan or whatever, but I just I I loved it. I found it to be fun and enjoyable. And uh, the only thing I don't ever like and I never liked from the very beginning was the ending with Jason getting drowned and then turning into a little boy at the end. 
but I think they were trying so hard to kind of like end the the movie somehow, you know, like and how how do you end it with him? Like, you know, the only other way is to do it the way that six and seven did, which is drown him in the lake again, and and that's just been done, you know, too many times. So they were trying to figure out something to do, and I guess that was the way they ended it. But I I liked it. I don't know. I, I think a lot of people hate that movie, but I enjoy it. And I and I remember uh, the first the first time I saw it, I remember I was on on Facebook actually talking to you, and I'm like, are are you? I said, are you sure about this? And I'm like, eh. and you're like, just go ahead and watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But then I'm like, this is you know goofy and sanity, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, when it comes to Friday the 13th, my favorite is just one through four, and then six. Yeah. Those, like, I mean, those are classic. I like to get but... one movie with city continuity, or story continuity. Mhm. Yeah, they kind of go all over the place with their series. Right. Um, you know. All right, uh, babe. My, yeah, yeah. my babe. You're up next. Babe. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like, like I'd want to say Predator one and two or Alien, but then again, I'd consider that more of a sci-fi, not slasher film. So let me go with some random movie that got here from Arrow called The Initiation. And uh, the what? That, huh? What was it called? Uh, The Initiation. Oh. It's uh, it's about like the sorority. They, you know, like they have them pull a prank at a mall. It's actually not really a good film per se, but it's really bad. I love it. I'm gonna have my bae watch it tonight. It's like they go to a mall and go killers there, and you find. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but the the ending is so stupid, but it's hilarious at the same time. Uh, uh, I actually so. just bought that. I just bought that no, from uh, Texas. Did you watch yeah. it yet, Mood? I have not. Um, I really want to because it actually goes back to uh, our discussion earlier with Psycho. Vera Miles is in it. She was the the sister in Psycho that was looking for her right. looking for her sister. So it's really interesting that she kind of came back to another slasher film in a way or whatever. So. Interesting. I, I definitely want to check it out. Yep. <laughs> uh, there's a fun scene in the film at the very beginning where they do a wide shot of the car, and you can see the entire uh, crew in the in the windows. Nice. Uh-huh. But you'll see the boom man, you'll see the director, you'll see the cameraman. <laughs> it's, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> All right, um, I don't have another one because mine have already been talked about. So, Rob, what's one of your next ones? Um, it would be uh, Hatchet, 2006, uh, Kane Hodder, Adam Green, Tony Todd. Nice. Nice. That's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> Hatchet. Yeah. Hatchet is dope, yeah. I remember that one. Uh, All right, there you go. Uh, Brandon, what's your, yeah, what's your yeah, next yeah. one, Brandon? Um, for for number two, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually honestly gonna have to go with uh, Scream Three, and I'll tell you why. Is it because uh, of Jay and Silent Bob? 
I mean, Scream Three. Obviously, I, I'd seen, I've seen all of them, uh, but for me, it had Scream Three been the last one, it took the characters, the the main characters that we had gotten to know since the first one, uh, kind of full circle. I felt, uh, and kind of really evolved the character of Sidney Prescott into this shy, from, uh, going from the shy kind of person that we were introduced to, to a, uh, to a, uh, don't give a fuck kind of, uh, badass. And, uh, um, you know, and, and all, all throughout it too, the the rare kind of thing with these a lot of these movies is sometimes you can have a a lead that no matter how many times they they play it, eventually they they do nothing to you know bring you back. And but uh, Nev Campbell, I felt just uh, you know kept delivering every time uh, with. Scream 2 kind of being the the exception, but I felt that one had a little bit of a weaker script and was just playing to the to the fan service a little bit for the sake of fan service. But um, and I briefly I'll mention Scream 4. I I know what they were going with or, or for with that one, but it it you know at that point it just you know, became silly. This even, even the jump scare moments w- didn't even get me. You know, it was just like, okay, all right. No, they should have ended it at three. <laughs> but, I love but, part four. I say I thought part four was better than three. Just my opinion, though. Yeah, I I agree with part yeah. four is better than part three. I never. I honestly, uh, part three is my least favorite, um, just because I just felt like, uh, I, I think I was a little bitter too, because I, I hated that, uh, Kevin Winston kind of didn't write it, you know, and, uh, the, the writer of, uh, uh, reindeer games wrote it. So I was not a big fan of that, but (laughs) yeah, but, uh, it, no, I just wasn't a, wasn't a fan of it. I just felt like it was, you know, um, just not as well crafted, but, uh, I, uh, I I need to watch it again, you know, sometime and and try to give it another shot because I think for I mean, a long time I've not watched it. It was a hilarious moment where the dude threw the knife and then it hit uh, David Arquette in the face backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I wonder how they did that, you know, because they would have it like that. It's a pretty interesting. Uh, uh, a thought like how how do you set that up? I'm sure you know Derek how to. I don't know. Probably, I mean, in most of the screams, the knife was CGI, so they either set it up where, or I mean, the actual blade is CGI. So they probably either use a styrofoam, uh, styrofoam handle, or they just like CGI the whole thing. I mean, huh. especially to add to the CGI point, especially the. Um, opening kill that leads into the title card for Scream 3. Uh, if that didn't look like a CGI knife, folks, I don't know what was. 
I know in the first one they used a CGI knife when Drew Barrymore was being stabbed. Um, mm, interesting. Uh, so I never, I never it. knew that it was CGI. That's you learn a new thing every day. Yeah, like the handle is real. They just CGI the the blade. Nice. Yeah, I'm no monster. All right, so next up, uh, Moody, what's yours? Okay, well, everybody said Scream already, like, so that was actually my number two. So I'm going to go with my number one so I can be knocked out of this, uh, out, out of this thing. Um, I'm going to have to um, see what the, uh, what was it? Okay, so my number one. Uh, which is a um, uh, a film I actually just saw recently, and I think I, I messaged you and said, "Don't judge me, uh, Sam." And you're saying you're totally judging me. Um, Always is uh, the is the burning. Um, I had never seen the burning before, and honestly, it is now like I think it's become my favorite slasher film. It is just so well crafted and so well done. Like I better than Friday the Thirteenth, which I think it was supposed to be sort of a an, a rip off of in some way or another. But like it felt more like a bunch of kids in summer camp, even though they're in their twenties or thirties, being uh, being murdered, you know, by this you know, guy who got hurt. Yes, it was. It was written by Harvey Weinstein and produced by uh, both Bob and Harvey. Uh, it's like one of Miramax's first films. And it's so funny because it's just it's so well done. All the characters are just fun and enjoyable. Even the the dickheads, they're kind of fun and enjoyable. Um, and what, what do you think about that still image of, of the dead body at the end? Like um, where, where I don't know. I, and they just showed like a still image of the dead body. It was like they did have the actor there, so they just used uh, an image of her earlier in the film. Um, well, I mean, I think it, that goes to the campy, like, low-budgetness of the film, you know? Like, to me, that's I, – I, I prefer that sometimes to movies that, you know, probably – well, I mean, probably should have used a, a real body, as a real body, but they probably couldn't because that guy was only there for a certain amount of time from what I heard in interviews. And um, he had – that guy just had gotten a, had a kid and had to leave their kid to go – you know, to go do this. So, I mean, uh, kind of a big props this film. Like, I think it's really good. And I kind of was, I was kind of surprised after watching it that it never got, like, any kind of sequel or anything, you know. But I really enjoyed it. What I liked is uh, the killer. It wasn't like, because when I saw it, I was used to, like, the classic slasher formula where it's like somebody's by themselves and they get stalked. But in this film, it's like, it doesn't matter if you're with people. Like, remember the kayak scene or the canoe scene? You're going to die. Like, a shitload of people all at once just got fucking <laughs> murdered. That's what bothered me because I'm like, but that wasn't one. Of, you know, they didn't get them when they were alone. It was just, like, all these people at once. But then, you know, that that's when I first saw it. But now I, like, really appreciate the scene. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're yeah. alone or with people, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> All yeah, right. I also have uh, experiences burning, but that's a that's a different story. Not for me. 
And uh, I go on to my number four. It was a spicy crab bucket gone uh, my wrong. My number two. Spicy crab bucket. Yeah. Nobody's saying to. I know they're like trying to they're like trying to figure it out. All right. Yes, babe, All right. So my number four was gonna be the burning, but I'll I'll switch it. I'll I'll flip it to sleepaway camp. Oh nice. that's also an old cheesy classic movie that's sort of. It's sort of like the burning, and you know, I mean, it's similar to the burning, but it's also got its own, uh, its own uh, identity. And if you don't know the ending, it's it's hilarious. Like I remember, uh, Robot Chicken did a parody of the ending, and like they did the ending, and then some guy popped up like, "Oh my God, somebody remembered this film." <laughs> <laughs> or that was somewhere along the lines of that. Like somebody remembered this film that made a sketch out of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I I love the film. Like the cor- the quirky acting, just like everything is so fucking hilarious on it. And like the weird aunt who's like ah, there's such weird scenes. And they even like set up the ending. Like, I remember the first time I'm like, well that's out of nowhere. But then I watched it again and I'm like. Oh, so they did hint it throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and then the guy who dies in the boiling water, dude. Oh, my God. Like, you just see the boiling water land on him. Then you just see all his skin just, like, you know, fucked up. That was, that was low. All right. All right. All right. What? Nobody else has any opinions on Sleepaway Oh. I mean, it's it's such a classic. It's another movie that I literally just bought the other day uh, with uh, Blood Rage. I've been going on a slasher, you know. So when Sam oh, yeah. brought up the idea of doing a top five slasher movie, I was like, or, you know, pick. I was just like, oh, my God, this is, like, this must be destiny because I've been doing that. Like, I've been picking movies up that I need in my collection for slasher. So Sleepaway Camp was one of them from Screen Factory, and I just can't wait to dive into all the extras and, and see all that stuff. Uh, yeah, buddy. I, I just think that you just like the penis at the end. <laughs> Wait, there's penis at yeah. the end? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. That's a 12-year-old <laughs> penis. Still intrigued. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought right. it was a still of her head at the end, but uh, I think uh, Joe Bob Briggs or something said it was a mask and not a not a still image of the penis. No, of the, of the face. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I'm trying not to give too much away, but just to let you know, there's penis at the end. There you go. We're going to end it on 12-year-old dick. No, I still got my number one. All right, babe, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, no, we, uh, no it's, we got... One. I think Rob needs to go with number one, too, right, Rob? Yeah. All right. Um, wow, man, number one, man. It, it's such a hard... That's such a hard one to pick for number one. Such a hard pick. Um, wow, I got, I got to go with Rob Zombie's Halloween. I mean, a lot of people have a lot of differences about Rob Zombie's version of Halloween, but um, I, I absolutely loved it, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> versus the Bloomhouse version of of, of Halloween, um, 
thought was pretty good. Uh, Tyler Mean, uh, well, Tyler Mean, I thought played pretty good as Michael Myers, um, considering his height and his his stature and versus. I mean, there'll, there'll never be another Michael Myers. But the thing is, I, I, I think Tyler Mean nailed it right on the head with that movie. All right. If we had All right. Back that in like crickets or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fuck well, you, Robert. Why are we still friends on Facebook? <laughs> Fucking Rob. <laughs> oh. Here's, here's the thing. Like, I mentioned yeah, a movie was, that like a lot of people hated. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Rob, uh, the Halloween. Uh, there's a lot of good actors in it. I mean, you know, you got Danielle Harris. You have, you know. William Fushard, you know, Dan Torino, um, you know, it's just, I mean, just the actors in it, hands down, it's, you know, when we <laughs> meeting Tyler Mean and, 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 you know, in an actual, you know, convention standpoint, it's like, I mean, the thing with me, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, and, you know, I've, I've been a part of wrestling for a while, and, you know, he used to be, a, a lot of people don't know, he, he used to be a WCW wrestler, so we shared a lot of similarities and stuff, so, yep. All right. Um, so, All right. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> what's your uh, what will be your uh, number uh, one? Uh, and first, I, I, I did just want to add that uh, uh, yes, William Forsythe is to me hilarious in uh, Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween. Um, he uh he knew that his lines were cheesy but you say shit here? He, he just uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh he just uh played it to the hilt with what he had but uh my number one uh would have to be American Psycho. Nice oh. uh because and I uh and I mentioned that this happened uh, uh, I kind of foreshadowed it with audition was the the ending to the to the to the movie gives you the idea what that was uh, was he uh, did this really happen or was it about to happen or was he just or was he just imagining it? And the opening shot to that movie, because um, I had first, uh, I had first seen it um, in one of my film classes in college, and I thought, oh, this is going to, you know, open up to to be one of the. Uh, most extremely bloody openings that I'm probably ever going to see at the time, and then it ends up being, a, you know, watercress salad or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just thinking that that is that is genius. Uh, and the reason I I loved American Psycho so much was, uh, yes, uh, Patrick Bateman was an insane psychopath but in a sense he was a calm uh calm methodical 
kind of villain, and uh, and I just I, I I love that. I mean, there were moments that where he just completely lost it, and believe me, I've I've never looked at uh, Huey Lewis the same way again. <laughs> Hey, All right. Do you think he did it or do you think he didn't do it? Uh, do you think the lawyer covered it up or do you think he's just insane? I I think I think uh, it, it was a cover up. Uh, uh, you know, but I, I'm glad that they didn't go with. I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm glad that they didn't go with. Oh, here here's uh, uh, Bateman in a straight jacket. That's how we're gonna end the movie. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad. Did Moody say shit, nigga? I think it was all in his head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, you know my my simple um, and it, his scenes with Willem Dafoe just just the exchanges. I mean, calm the whole time. That that to me was just. Bad well, let's not about all like the the classic quotes, right? Like, uh, now eat her asshole. I mean, yeah. come on, like that's. <laughs> I mean, and all yeah, the memes made out of it. <laughs> Directed by a woman, also. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rage, all the woman rage we have. Yeah, everybody says like women are bad directors. It's like, fuck you, American Psycho is beautiful. Yeah, it is. American Psycho. Apparently, apparently. Oh yeah, American Psycho two was heinous. Apparently, that was one of the main movies that convinced uh, Christopher Nolan to cast Bale as Batman. Uh, because he said, "I, I got an." I it, he said to a sense, "I got to know if you can play play out of your mind in a sense." And he said, "Well, uh, look at this, uh, you know, look at American Psycho." Oh, still, yeah. one of my favorite one of my favorite lines in that in that whole movie towards the end was because you know uh, it, it just. He's just playing with your emotions and um, between going, between crying and laughing, and he just laughs and goes, You know, I, I just I just killed a whole hell of a lot of people. Just that kind of, you know, nuts. It wasn't, so your favorite line wasn't eating asshole? <laughs> Here we go again, picking on the intern. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite no, no, Sam's line. Favorite line. <laughs> Everybody was a good asshole eating. All right, yeah. who we got next? Uh, I guess it's Derek's last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would follow eating asshole. I'm gonna go with a uh, SpongeBob. Yeah. It's the movie. I'm totally just joking. I totally just killed my hopes. And everything. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go with. Oh my god, it's so hard. Like, there's so many good films. Like, fuck, man. I'm gonna have to just go with the Lucio Fulci trilogy of uh, slasher flicks. Uh, let's see. One would have to be Cat in the Brain. Fucking love that one. Another would be New York Ripper. But th- I think the best one that Lucio Fulci's ever done, which is also his favorite film, is Don't Torture. Or what is it? Don't Torture a Duckling. 
That film was mm. beautiful, amazing, controversial. Like after that film, I think uh, Lucio Fulci he couldn't make another like bigger budget film because that sort of like blacklisted him. Right, so has anybody seen those mm. movies? Mm-hmm. I heard a cat no. in the brain and don't torture a duckling, but I've never seen like, them. Don't no. torture a duckling mm. is on Amazon Prime. And New York Ripper is on Amazon yeah. Prime, but check out Don't Torture a Duckling. It's Lucio Fulci. It's his best work, and it's his. It's also his favorite film. Well, and I think what we should do is we haven't been doing this, um, but I think we should start like all the movies that we talk about. I think we should uh, put a list on our webpage for people to, you know, so they can kind of yeah reference. Yeah, and then uh, even on the net, the following podcast, maybe people can actually call in and say, hey, I, I watched this, and maybe they can give us, like, a brief review of, you know, what they thought. Ooh. Definitely. That's some good good uh, thoughts right there. I like it. Um, yeah. I, I would be down to doing some more. I've got I've to re-listen to these then because I don't re-listen to my podcast, any of them, generally, you know. We uh, need to do a not that I don't like them. It's just. You know, how that just, I don't. Ball, I'll um, say, should I honk Sam's breast and go honk honk? Send in your comments. Should I honk them and say honk honk? I don't think it matters what they say. Honk, go, honk. Ah, they didn't say it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't even have to. I don't know why I actually grabbed them. I didn't have to grab them and say honk honk. Yeah, again. he did. He I literally, he grabbed and honked. I could just. <laughs> I'm a cat. I'm a fucking cat. You're all mine, baby. What can I say? <laughs> all right. So, and, uh, on that note, yes, everybody should do that. We should do that. Um, Hardbloodandcoffee.com. We'll try to um, actually put some more stuff on there. I need to update that website anyway. So, so that's a really cool thing to add. So we'll add a little place where we'll mention movies and maybe even links to where people can pick these films up or watch them or whatever and then you guys want to go in there and you know watch uh you know don't torture a duckling or uh, one of the other many many movies we talk about go right ahead and then tell us what you guys think um post it on the post it on the um facebook page and let us know awesome. you should post the you know, link to the um, L&M show well, yeah, I was also going to say that we're going to, um, for the uh, L&M's Kid Corner, we're going to do, like, bi-weekly shows. So we'll post some links up there so you guys can like it and share it and subscribe if you like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, just, to, just to let everybody know, the first, uh, the first episode is uh, already on uh, the Horror Blood and Coffee uh, Facebook page. Uh, but I, once again, awesome. I will... Uh, uh, repost it or or reshare it again today for everybody. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> real quick, Don't I know that super serious because it's hard to direct a five and six year old and a dog. Right. Oh yeah, and a dog. But it was still fun to do. It was <laughs> fun. And uh, and I think it's it's a little you know I mean it's it's safe for kids maybe. And yeah. The ending's a little bit twisted. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was telling before everyone called in, me and Moody were kind of talking about it, and I said, like, the funny thing is, is of all that movie, like, the only thing that the kids loved was the burp scene, like you said. Yeah. They, like, everything else was like, eh, whatever. Like, they could care less about seeing them on film or seeing themselves on camera. Just every time they heard that burp, it was like, ah! Well, they, they didn't even know the context where the burp was coming from. They just laughed because it was a burp. Yeah. 
But I know if I make a kid film, I'm just going to have fart noises and burps all over. And it, it won't matter the context. Like, it could be like, whatever. And I mean, and, and I actually did have a quick question with that. Uh, like, the, the the very end where they're, you know, just kind of kind of laughing, I because I, I, uh, I've watched it about four times now. And I, I looked at it like, wow, the... The, the kids are almost as uh, kind of twisted as uh, um, as what you know just ate their mom because they're they're laughing at it and then going, oh, uh, but they. My question is, they didn't that didn't uh, register with them that uh, at that point in the scene they were they were uh, laughing and then going, oh, we don't care that that. That this just happened? <laughs> no, oh, they they didn't know what they were laughing no. at. We just told them to laugh. Yeah, because like, they, they didn't know the story or anything. Yeah, like I was telling Moody earlier, when the girls finally watched it, um, they were sad that mommy died. So I had to explain to them, like clearly, like mommy didn't die. And yeah, then, they're like, is that real? And then they then they said <laughs> that for the next one, they don't want me to die. They want Derek to die. Well, next what's time. funny <laughs> though is while we were filming it. We're like, okay, there's going to be a monster under the bed. And they're like, is there really a monster under the bed? We're like, no, it's just me with the camera. That's adorable. That is adorable. Yeah, no, oh, I'm glad God. nobody could see the filming process because it was, it was very stressful. That's really hard to direct a five- and six-year-old. Like, that's why there's only one angle on them. And separately, like, if you just saw the, like, outtakes, a lot of squirming, a lot of moving. And then she's like, I'm going to take the blanket off halfway through filming. And it's like, no, you need the blanket on for continuity. Yeah, they didn't I don't want it on. <laughs> yeah. um, I was, we bribed them with candy. Yeah, we bribed They work for candy. Yeah. You should post the outtakes on the, um, on the, on the, like, you know, while you no! guys are waiting to do the next episode. Yeah, that's, that's what Some you of hear, them. a lot of me yelling at my children. <laughs> me just sounding annoyed, like, uh, uh. The run, the run time, the run time for the outtakes is three hours. Is that it? Right. No, we got the, more. Um, oh. I also wanted to thank uh, Pop Horror for reviewing it and sharing it. Um, oh, that was totally cool. Of yeah, so we would want to thank uh, Pop Horror for doing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was that was awesome. I didn't Corey expect just them to totally review just... it. I just thought they were going right. to share the link. I was giving them first opportunity to share the link yeah. publicly. And then she wrote a little mini review, and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so we have our next story all uh, wrote out and ready to go. So we're going to film that soon, and then we'll uh, share it with y'all. And then we got the yeah. we got two. Uh, we got one on uh, Operation and one on Momo. Yeah, Momo. Yeah. Cause, cause, you know, if you want, like I'll... What was and that? by that, I'm being sarcastic because Momo is no longer relevant. <laughs> and um, um, if you want, I can uh, share this on uh, share L and M on um, the Six Flick Productions page, so that yeah, people, other people that might be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. So great. Thank you, Moody. All right, you're welcome. I, I see. I love this. I think uh, I, I always wanted you know you guys to do this because. Uh, I think Sam, you and I are talked about um, like you want your kids to, to to act if they, you know, 
uh, and everything. And this is great training ground for them as actors. This is a chance for them to kind of like learn what, what it's like and kind of. Oh my god! Well, they're, them all, they're real shit right now. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't want to do, do their own. So it's like we bribe them. We're like, we do one, you do one, we, you know. Yeah. But actually, it was funny because when we were filming it, like, we were going to film ours, and then they were going to film theirs after. And, like, they realized it wasn't, like, a lot of fun, like, having to actually, like, act. And so then they didn't even want to do theirs. They were, like, they were so over it by the end of it. They're, like, never mind. Let's just go play. Well, what's funny is it didn't even take that long, <laughs> no. honestly. Like, I think we were only in there for, like, maybe 40 minutes with them. Yeah, it seemed like an hour. 30. It seemed like a whole day. Because <laughs> we, we, we made it so easy. Just one angle on one and one angle on the other. But it's just they kept squirming, they kept moving, they kept talking. Like when one was talking, the other was getting in her light. And it's like, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, there was well, a lot of media. You know, like I said, it's, don't talk. <laughs> well, I think it's great. It's like it's training for them. At, you know, if they really want to be actors, this will be a way for them to to learn, you know, the craft I think they'll and everything. Be <laughs> I think they'll be like, they'll be nah, one. we're good. Yeah, they'll be one. They'll want to do something, like, cooler, like, behind the scenes. I will see if there's a second episode. <laughs> they might be like, no. Yeah, the next episode will just be, like, me and Derek wearing their faces. Yeah. <laughs> be creepy. I'll be like, hello, Al. Hi, Em. Like, Why is Elle drinking a beer? Why does she have a beer gut? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm just wearing my daughter's faces. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Them. And it, it's full circle back to uh, Robert Bess's <laughs> choice. Yeah. Hey, Robert. You still Are you still on here, Robert? <laughs> yep. I was wondering, do you lift, bro? I do lift, bro. <laughs> oh, nice. He's ripped. All right. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think this has been an awesome show. Um, today we don't have I, – I, I didn't have any plans. Did you have uh, any um, horror news and or uh, shout-outs today? No. My goal was just to shamelessly promote L&M's Kid Corner. <laughs> and I've succeeded. Hey, you know what? It is not – it's not shameless on here. We love it. So it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you, uh, so much, Sam, for, for, you know, cause we want to get the word out about a lot of these projects and stuff. And so I guess, um, the, uh, there's a couple stuff that's coming up and, uh, if you check out Indie Corner TV on, uh, Facebook today, there is a little bit of an announcement. So, uh, for some indie, uh, indie stuff, the indie filmmaking stuff. So check that out. Um, also, SixPlayProductions.com will be updated uh, tomorrow with a uh, some cool stuff happening as well. So, um, I think we got we got a lot going on, don't we, Sam? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Which is great. I love it. I you know you got to keep busy in this uh, in this industry and stuff. So there's a lot going on. We'll be announcing more stuff soon um, and. We're we're still aiming right now for the Supernatural Assassins promo to be up on, online and, uh, on the 31st. Our aim, um, 
uh, it's right now it's in the post-production supervisor's hands, so hopefully uh, that will uh, be up uh, fairly soon so people can yeah, check it out. Yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, and uh, Derek, thank you. I don't think Jesus. I mentioned this on the – was that? You guys want to tell me about Jesus? Tell her about Jesus. Do you, do you guys want to talk about Jesus? Jesus or Jesus? I got a few things to say. He fucked up my lawn the other day. I was pretty fucking angry. I'm like, God damn it. And then like, I got struck by lightning. It was weird, but... It was all good. Oh, man. It's that but shit I do want to give you a shout-out, like, Derek. Nailed it. I wanted to give you a shout out for uh helping us out with uh the, the fight scene for um Oh yeah uh for sure. for, for Supernatural Assassins. So um How much I think it Jesus looks, love I, you stretch out your hands like you're being crucified this much. <laughs> yeah, thanks, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, no problem. I mean it was fun editing the fight scene for uh, Supernatural Assassins. It was uh like especially seeing Robert run, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't wait for everyone to see it, and uh, uh, definitely uh, the the minute that I get like the the whole thing back, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send it to everybody. So before it goes up online, so uh, oh, I can't wait to, to see, see what the final uh, with music. Yeah, it should be fun. So, um, so thank you guys for today. This has been an awesome horror blood and coffee. I'm like it, it, it went really great, and I'm glad that uh, Sam. I'm glad you enjoyed Killer Class for Outer Space. Um, Derek, did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, I mean. It was a lot darker than what I remembered. I remember whenever I first saw it, I didn't like it, and then like, and then the beginning, I was like, "Oh God, yeah, this movie sucks." But then it picked up, and once it picks up, oh God, is it pretty good? And that part where uh, where he uses the sheriff like a puppet, I'm like, "This is way darker than I remember." <laughs> yeah, because it's like, where did he even have his hand? Like, was his hand up his butt or what? I think, I mean, it was. I think, I think what... he, he dead silenced him. It was in his back. Or I mean, it was just way darker than I remembered. And people died in, like, hilarious ways. But it wasn't, like, super consistent. Like, are are, are y'all making them into, like, fucking uh, cocoons to eat them? Or no, to you... juice them. They were juicing well, them. No, I got that. But then, like, why does the one guy, like, use the, like, uh, the, what is it, the shadow puppets and eat them? Like what was that? Like what? What's up with that? And some of the scenes where they just where they don't turn them into cocoons, you know? Or why the fuck would they put that lady in a balloon? And then and then the guy living at the end was so fucking. We hid in the truck. No, you didn't. I saw it explode. You asshole. And the the uh, the scene that that uh, that really got me before I say it, but. Um, because my my introduction to this movie was I was talking to to Moody last night and he's like, and this is eleven like eleven uh, thirty eleven forty at night last night and he's saying yeah shows on here's here's the movie and I I just randomly look on Amazon to see if they have it and they had it and um, throughout this whole movie 
I'm literally in hysterics laughing, especially uh, the the one scene where the uh, where the guy's driving along the road and the this <laughs> one of the clowns on a little moped is trying to run him off the road. I I I just lost it in hysterics and um, you know as a '90s kid and a, and a Batman fan. Uh, some of our listeners might appreciate this. The guy that played the uh, the the sheriff, uh, the older sheriff deputy, uh, he was the voice of uh, mob boss Rupert Thorne on Batman the Animated Series. Uh, oh, nice! And I Sweet. I I just remember he- hearing that voice. Like, wait a minute, I kn- I know that and. Uh, um, it, uh, even 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 when I told my uh, told my dad uh, what we were doing this morning, even he goes, um, uh, <laughs> "You watch." He's like, "You watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did." He's like, um, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it was <laughs> cheesy, bad." And the and the scenes where the old lady's answering the door, uh, thinking the. Um, Valentine's presents from her husband that was hysterical in the pharmacy scene. (laughs) These clowns are breaking bad. (laughs) All right, well I think uh that's about that's about it for the show tonight. Uh thank you guys so much for calling in and um uh thank you Rob. Uh, I know you said you you Rob and Derek both said they weren't gonna be able to make it and they tuned in, so that's awesome. So, On the next show, um, everybody should see Don't Torture a Duckling. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, uh, I, I agree. I, I I feel like I'm going to watch that movie this week. You know. You said it's on Do Amazon? Do it. It's so good. It's on Amazon Prime. It's amazing. Touch yourself. Touch myself. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. And uh, everybody go watch that movie. Maybe we'll do some homework, right. you know. Tell everybody what to think, you know. Yeah. We can tell Derek if we really liked it oh. or if uh, we weren't fans of the movie or whatever. Yeah. You know? uh, Everybody's going to have their own opinion. Right. Yeah. Fanny. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, uh, even though this is uh, uh, not necessary, you know, thank you for, you know, have it, having me on as, as often and uh, making me a permanent uh, We love you, Brandon. And, uh, Considering uh, what tonight is, if any of our listeners uh, watch Game of Thrones, uh, you know, hope you enjoy it. And uh, if you don't, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, we'll have Mexico pay for it. And drink Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and also to our, there you go. To our fans Yo-yo, on, uh, am I right? HBAC page, you know, once again, we appreciate your support, and uh, we're glad that you continue to, uh, you know, reach out to us and uh, oh, continue Brandon. to like the, the content. I got to tell you, man, you're killing it with the memes on the Horror, Blood, and Coffee page. I mean, the yeah. uh, the one that got the biggest yeah, uh, response today was there was one... It, it was uh, uh, from Jaws where uh, uh, 
Roy Schneider is holding a, a iPhone trying to trying to take a picture. It looks like he's trying to take a picture of Jaws. And uh, <laughs> but that one almost. I kid you not, maybe about 60 seconds after I posted it, maybe uh, already 30 people were, and then it uh, got up to like I, I over 100. I one a lot. Um, yeah. And, you know, once again, the, this week, uh, uh, a couple uh, people came to me and said, the, the text... Uh, the text outside of the memes, like above the memes, that, the caption that we see, who 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 does who does that? It's, that's that's all me. I'm glad that you that you appreciate it. And, uh, um, uh, all right, my time. I only had Jaws was made in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that one, that one, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you guys yeah. so much. This has been awesome. So, um, and yeah, uh, thanks Brandon for those awesome. But keep them up. Um, Tell that dog to shut out. the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> check out uh, Horror Blood and Coffee on um, let's see, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, as what, well what? as uh, you bark too. <laughs> and. Uh, and let's see. And I guess everybody have a great freaking uh, uh, week coming up. So um, we will be there? back in I'll two weeks. What? Where's the mother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back in two weeks. And I'm not sure what we'll be talking about yet. Um, we never know until like almost the last minute, as you guys all know. Um, so we will. Uh, uh, I guess it's Sam's turn to pick. So there you go. I picked the last one, so it's now her turn. Yeah, um, it is. That's so be fun. dark shit. Oh, all right. Well, Wait, what? Yeah, it's I, gonna be controversial. You know, what is? All right, well, me. I'm putting up the next thing. Oh, okay. Top five dicks in films. Terror firmer. Uh, yeah. Well, that. I don't know, um, but it will be um, it'll be fun to kind of see what she comes up, with, especially if it's something I've never seen. So that'll be more fun. But uh, well, I won't be dick then. And go back. <laughs> and go oh, back to oh, sleep what with my camp what? for top five dicks and film. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, everybody. Let's all have a great night. Have a great week. Um, and thank you all for calling in, and thank you all for listening today. What's your top dick in film, Moody? Your face. As a, as All right. That's the original reindeer game. For me, that would be any film by director Oe Bull. That guy's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> All right, everybody. I uh, hope you guys have a great one. All right, guys. Later. Okay. Take care. Uh, Bye. Bye, everybody. Later. Penis. Penis boners. Cock. Balls. <laughs>